Welcome everyone to episode 48 of the Making Disciples podcast, where our mission here is to make disciples of all nations. So I just got back from Gatlinburg. I hope you guys are all doing well. I'm sorry for the late upload again, but believe me, I am trying. Um, school just finished up. I'm on winter break. So um, just got back, like I said, from vacation. And today we're going to be diving into 1 John 3, 4 through 10. But last episode, we learned that those who are righteous are born of God. Being a follower of Christ naturally produces good fruit. So today we are going to ask ourselves, are we still sinning? Are we still making a practice of sinning? Or are we making a practice of righteousness? So starting in verse 4, everyone who makes a practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. You know that he appeared in order to take away sins, and in him there is no sin. No one who abides in him keeps on sinning. No one who keeps on sinning has either seen him or known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous as he is righteous. Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil, for the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. No one born of God makes a practice of sinning, for God's seed abides in him, and he cannot keep on sinning because he has been born of God. By this it is evident who are the children of God, who are the children of the, and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is the one who does not love his brother. I mentioned a couple episodes back what one of the major concerns of people who aren't Christians have, and it is the statement of not wanting to give up their own desires or even the quote unquote fun, as most of them would say. This passage should speak directly to those who do not know what a life with Christ looks like, what righteousness looks like, practicing righteousness. It's not of your works, but it is a life with Christ naturally produces good works. The practice of sin, as we see here, emphasizes making sin a habitual practice and even a deliberate choice. A genuinely born-again believer has a new nature. They are a new creation. And that new nature utterly hates sin and wants to be as far removed from it as it possibly can. Sin is incompatible with the law. Therefore, Christians cannot practice sin. We see here that sin is lawlessness. This confirms sinners' ignorance of the law. Those that deny Christ aren't stumbling. They are rebelling. Stumbling means that you might be backsliding from Christ. You are walking with him and you stumble and you sin. That's stumbling. But rebelling is knowing there's a God and still living the life that you want to live. Practicing lawlessness, practicing sin, making it a habitual practice every single day, waking up knowing that you are a sinner, but you continue to live that lifestyle. You do not choose to give up yourself, submit your body as a living sacrifice. Instead, you choose to continue to live for yourself and be your own God. Christ came to take away the sins of the world, and in him there is no sin found. He is completely perfect and blameless. He came in the form of a servant and from beginning to end was completely sinless. He was the perfect sacrifice. He was blameless, but he became sin for us on the cross so that we could be reconciled to the Father and have eternal life with him. His death, burial, and resurrection were to deliver us from sin and allow us to be in harmony with him. The mission was never for us to claim Christ and not change. It was never to make a blank profession of faith, but then continue living a lifestyle of sin, of unrepentance, where sanctification, yes, it is a process, but you need to be being sanctified. Are you not being sanctified? 
do you not realize that a work is being done in you, that you are every single day being more and more like Christ? If you are not, if you are stagnant in your relationship, you got to ask, is the Holy Spirit working in you? The mission was never for us to claim Christ and not change, but it was for us to be made a new creation, to live in the spirit and not the flesh, to be changed by the renewal of our minds. If there is no conviction of habitual sin in someone who professes Christ, then John's pronouncement is very clear. Salvation never took place. Now, I don't want anyone to be demotivated. Christians are not perfect, and Christians will still sin. They will not be perfect until the day of the Lord. We still fail. But if we sin, if we are truly saved, it's not a habitual practice, but instead it is stumbling. Like I said earlier, we have a desire to not sin anymore. We want to be made perfect. We want to live in the spirit and not the flesh. But the flesh still lives on. So we need to make a practice of living in the spirit and putting to death the flesh so that the temptation as we grow in our relationship with Christ lessens and lessens. But the battle, you're not fighting on your own. It's not you overcoming temptation. It's not you overcoming sin. Instead, Christ already overcame that sin. He already overcame temptation. Are you deliberately putting yourself in the scenario where sin abounds or are you fleeing from sin? If you are deliberately sinning, then you do not know Christ. You do not know the character, and you do not know who he is. It's very clear that we are righteous as he is righteous if we practice righteousness. Since sinners are transformed by the blood of Christ, those that are truly born again have exchanged the habitual lifestyle of sin to righteousness. Christians reflect the divine nature of the Son. Again, we are righteous as he is righteous. Satan is the instigator of sin and rebellion towards God. All of the unsaved are under the influence of Satan. John makes the distinction between the children of God and the children of Satan by their actions. Those who are born again reflect the righteous nature of God, while those who are born of the devil exhibit a sinful nature. When you become a Christian, God makes you a new creature with a new nature. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. I've probably put that in a lot of my episodes. You know, this is episode 48. I'd probably say five or more episodes. I've mentioned 2 Corinthians 5.17 because it's very adamant that we realize that we are made new. We do not continue to live the same old lifestyle. We do not, you know try to apply cheap grace to our lives where we can continue to live a lifestyle that we want being our own God, sinning on a day-to-day basis, and God just gives us a free pass to heaven because we made a blank profession. That was never the mission from the beginning. Instead, it says here that if anyone is in Christ, truly, he is a new creation. We are no longer a sinner, but instead we are redeemed by Christ. The old has passed away. The sin nature has passed away. Behold, the new has come. The righteous nature has come. Believers have Christ's characteristics because we have been born into his family. In verse 10, we get our summary verse. By this, it is evident who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is the one who does not love his brother. No one can belong to both families. You are either a child of God who practices righteousness, or you are the child of the devil who practices sin. 
And at the end of verse 10, we are introduced to the second aspect of the moral test, and the test is love. This is really going to lead us into our next episode. But as I wrap this episode up, what lifestyle are you living? This episode, for some of you guys, should be a wake-up call for those who claim to be a disciple of Christ but do not reflect Christ's nature. When the Holy Spirit calls you into action to glorify God, to be a minister, to be a disciple, whatever it is, whatever calling God has for your life, are you submitting to that call? If you are alive and breathing today, you have a distinct calling in your life, specifically to glorify God. Yes, we are in a sinful world, but that does not mean that we have to be worldly. We must exhibit light. We are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. We must reflect Christ's nature. God seeks to make you like his son. So are you allowing him? Are you walking with him or are you walking away from him? Dogs bark. You can't tell a dog to meow. Sinners sin. So someone who has not professed Christ is going to continue to sin. It's the lifestyle that they live. If you are not already, be transformed today. You don't have to continue barking. Instead, you can reflect the righteous nature of Christ. So if you have not made the profession of Christ yet, do it today because today is the day of salvation. We all have a desire to serve God, whether we realize it or not. But sometimes we end up making the wrong thing God, whether it be money, whether it be sex, sexual immorality, or riches or power, whatever it is, we seek to make something our God. But as long as Christ is not the one you are serving, you're only going to have depression heartbreak and sadness truly so search in the right places open up the scripture and see the character of god realize that he is righteous that he is holy and he is deserving of your service and your praise so today make a change do not habitually sin do not make a blank profession and continue to sin instead fully submit your body to god and allow him to use you for his glory that's going to wrap up episode 48. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I can't wait to see you guys in episode 49. I'm super excited about that episode. Just going ahead and reading through. I love First John as it is, but hopefully this, this episode connected with you as well as episode 49. I'll see you in the next one. God bless.